Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacey McCracken, and joining me is David Chernovic, CN's Director of Marketing for Grain. David, we're in early November now. Can you give us a quick update on where grain shipping stands on CN through October? Sure. For the crop year so far, CN's on a record pace for movement of grain out of Western Canada. Tonnage moved out of Saskatchewan and Manitoba's at record levels, and that's in spite of some of the challenges associated with harvest weather. Shipments out of Alberta on CN are well behind normal pace due to the severe impact of poor harvest weather on new crop availability. Currently, CN's current to demand with no backlog. Customers have self-canceled over 7,000 orders since the beginning of the crop year, and another 500 orders or so were rejected since the terminal that the customer placed the orders to refused the orders. We're going to shift gears here a bit and look at CN's grain book south of the border. Can we start with an overview of what the CN network looks like in the U.S.? Well, when it comes to corn and soybean origination from country elevators, or whether it's soybean crush plants or ethanol plants, most of the action on CN is in Iowa, Illinois, and Wisconsin. CN also extends its origination reach in the Midwest by working with Class II railroads and short-line partners, stretching into places like Michigan and Indiana, as well as right in Iowa and Wisconsin. CN's main line runs south from Chicago all the way to export terminals in the Center Gulf. And there are also a lot of feed mills in Mississippi and Louisiana that CN originated product lands at as well that serve the poultry and farmed catfish markets. And besides the Gulf, product can also find its way to barge loading facilities along the Mississippi and Illinois rivers. The dynamics of barge freight rates, logistics, and demand versus supply are very important in determining trade flows. And over time, especially with the emergence of ethanol production in the mid-2000s, The mix of products that CN moves has shifted away from bulk grains and towards more processed grain products. What are some of the key differences between Western Canada grain and U.S. grain on CN? Well, besides some of the obvious things like commodity mix, you know, it's all about beans and corn or corn and beans in the U.S. when it comes to bulk grains. And of course, the emphasis of grain shipments by barge in the U.S., but there are some other key differences. Unlike Western Canada, where the grain handling system is vertically integrated, That's to say the grain companies owning the country elevators generally also own the grain export terminals. Origination in the U.S. market, at least when it comes to CN, is not concentrated in the hands of a few players. Some of the largest bulk grain handlers on CN in the U.S. market are still farmer-owned cooperatives or independents, not unlike the prairie pools used to be, but the prairie pools are a thing of the past, having gone through mergers and acquisitions to the point where the grain business is no longer farmer-owned in Western Canada. Any other thoughts on commodity mix? Well, in Western Canada, the emphasis on shipments is export movement, especially considering that domestic usage of grain in Canada has only inched up a few million tons at the same time that production in Western Canada has grown by 20-odd million tons since 2005. In the U.S., domestic movement is much more prevalent, and so is the movement of processed grain products rather than bulk grain. Not so much corn, more the products of corn processing such as ethanol, distillers dried grains, corn gluten feed, corn syrup, and corn oil, just to name a few. There's a soybean export program, but there's also a lot of movement of soybean oil and soybean meal from soybean crush plants in Illinois and Iowa. The distance that a carload of product moves is also a lot shorter on average compared to product originating in Western Canada. And then, of course, there's the fact that rates for movement of grain from Western Canada to port is regulated by the Canadian government through the maximum revenue entitlement. Any other commodities unique to the U.S. when it comes to CN-originated product? Definitely. Well, it doesn't get much different than talking catfish, but besides some of the products I've already mentioned, like ethanol or DDGs, think of something like sugarcane. It's produced down in Louisiana, and CN moves processed sugar to destination demand markets. Thanks for your time, David. And thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.